Hello, world. Welcome to another Filmhouse episode where we talk about movies. I'm joined by a, a bunch of dudes and a woman. How are you all doing? Hello. Hey. Uh, today's special guest, Elise Willems. Thanks for coming hey, on yeah, the show. thanks for having me, guys. Hey. Uh, I'm going to need to expense that Uber. Uh, I know James and I we carpool. We, we carpool usually, but I'm gonna, still going to yep. have to expense the Uber. No, you got sorry. the seeds, right? Sunflower seeds? Yeah, you eat the seeds. All right. I know you brought those from home, but that's that's pretty much it. So this is a very special episode. As you remember, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were going to talk about Ghost in the Shell and all the whitewashing going on. What? And we're like, so, whoa, we don't have an easy out. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we ended up talking about Logan. Uh, before we get into all that stuff, I do want to remind you of this episode. Brought to you by Mac Weldon, our fine sponsor. We'll be getting to them later. Uh, but I also want to introduce our second guest, Raul Cooley, from... Uh, what were you in? Life of oh, Pi? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. Okay. Lion. Don't try to expense your Uber. They won't let you. Yeah, no, no. You can't take that out of our budget. Sorry, man. I tried. Um, since we're going to be talking about race in the film industry, I thought Bruce would offer a really good perspective. Mm. I am Native American. Yes. That's yep. true. Uh, hence why Bruce is on this episode. Just wanted to get that one out there. So, um, yeah, let's, let's run down just real quick. <laughs> uh, so, uh, another thing, too, we obviously recorded this a little early. Um, the movie will be out by now, mm-hmm. and people will have seen it. Uh, there was a preview that went out uh, a few weeks ago, and people already saw the first 20 minutes of the film. There was uh, I'll just read some of the, the headlines here. People Ooh. say uh, Scarlett Johansson was most likely Miss Cass, and she is a dull actress. Really? There's uh, generic dull? music. These are bullet points from She's other... She's not good at playing a robot. ...from YouTube reviews. <laughs> Too dull. Um, they are not using, at least in the first 20 minutes, they weren't using any of the original Ghost in the Shell soundtrack. Oh, my god! From the anime. And <laughs> so is, so someone noticed that? They should not be allowed to review the film. Hold on. And, I would agree. And it is, quote, a play-by-numbers action film. Uh, so that's that's mm-hmm. sort of... That's the early reviews... Obviously, the movie's out now, so we will probably see it and talk about it later. But mm-hmm. um, there's that. That's a that's a fun thing. There's even uh, this thing. The the rap dot com did a um, a feature on. There's a tweeter a tweeter Twitter meme maker, basically. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. The Ghost in the Shell creators allowed. It's like, I am. Or well, you're like I am the major, but you can upload any image that you want. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of fun. Like, hey, Hollywood's being whitewashed. <laughs> Speaking of whitewashing Hollywood, how you doing, Raul? I'm good, thanks. Okay, hey. <laughs> Stop whitewashing our Hollywood. Yeah, I know. Raul takes all my roles. Um, I guess this is this is a problem uh, that a, a political issue that has been brought up in this entertainment industry. This isn't the first time, but it's been talked about a lot of times. Some some movies as of late, uh, and Doctor Strange, Tull Swinton was cast as the Ancient One, which was mm-hmm. supposed to be Asian. Correct. In the comic book, mm-hmm. I believe, right? Um, the Ancient One was Asian. Yes, and then same with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Being cast as the major mm-hmm. um, in Ghost in the Shell, yep. uh, we'll get to that later because uh, James sent me an interesting article about that. And then, uh, lastly, uh, Iron Fist, uh, Finn Jones being cast as Daniel Ran, the Iron, the the latest of the Iron Fist. People were upset that he was British. No, to that he was. Well, the thing is, he's the the character's Caucasian in in the comic yeah. book. Correct. But I think, I mean, from the little I read, people were irked that like. You couldn't have, maybe this one you could have like bent the race on it. You didn't have yeah. to necessarily oh, stick to it because yeah. it adopts so much Asian culture and stuff like that. Could you not? Got do you it. have to play by the rules this time? The, do you have the, to stick the to the Netflix that? Marvel series have been getting a lot of pats on the virtual back for their inclusion of minorities with like Luke Cage or females uh, and Jessica Jones. 
uh, who mostly just gets told what to do by another guy. Um, I didn't think it was that progressive. That's just me. Hey, um, so I guess people were a little disappointed that for Iron Fist, they cast a white male to play a character that could have potentially been Asian to be more inclusive or, or, or anything. But, uh, but from what I understand, the show sucks, so it doesn't really matter. They, I, that's what I've heard. I haven't watched it Still yet. matters. He got paid. Sure. <laughs> it's on his resume. I thought he was good in Game of Thrones, so I'm just happy to see people get work. Mm. Um, I was going to ask, though, our, uh, our guest, Elise, no I mean, problem. Raul, um, you're, you're a person of... The Color? Asian persuasion. You're a person of... No, I was going to say person of acting. Yeah. Oh. In your career, have you ever found it... I don't know. You got a leg up or a leg down based on your heritage? <clears throat> um, initially, I mean, I, I when I first started, it was... I was only ever being called up for to play my ethnicity. So it was very specific roles either it would be on on stage or it would stage actually did broke the rules a little bit more but m with tv and film it was definitely and it was the same kind of roles it was terrorists it was um the usual one i always read was and they always thought they were groundbreaking when they pitched it, it you know um so there's this guy and he's indian um but like his parents want him to have an arranged marriage but he's already got a white girlfriend. They've <gasps> done that a hundred um, times. Yeah, and it was that oh for like it was that like I every love it. true Bazzi I'd love to watch that movie right now. <laughs> um, so it was so at what at first I dealt with pigeon uh, pigeonholing, um, and now now has been interesting. Like with iZombie, that role, as far as I I know, the role I play on the show was always intended to be uh, played by an, an Indian actor. <laughs> Um, and there's been a bit more of a push. So the push has been f for, for, for a more diverse cast in TV and film. Uh, I even heard recently that this pilot season that went by, if you, it, it was, it was, it was a quite an aggressive push. People found it very difficult if they were uh, uh, white to, 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 to book a role. Like there was a real hard push for it. So it is, in that way, there has been change, and, and it's they're trying to move towards something. The 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 the, the Scarlett Hansen one's one thing, but the Iron Fist kind of did bother me a little bit. I'm a little bit mixed on that one because I get the sentiment, I get colorblind casting, and that's I guess that's what everyone wants. That's that's the pinnacle of, of it course. is where mm -hmm. we're not beholden to anything, where where anyone, any race, any gender, whatever. It's just not the right. It's uh, to me, it's a it's we're getting way ahead of ourselves here before that we even do that like the real issue is simply about films like um at this point it's about representation and and shows aren't being some shows are lazy and they're not they, they don't have a diverse uh cast they don't have enough representation in their shows there's a need for me personally when i see storytelling the protagonists are usually white that's just the way it is and that's where we need to I, like that's where the change that i wanted to see like stories original stories things that are written with an idea to cast ethnic minorities in it and to have that not less i don't want to take a role from someone else and uh, do you know what i'm trying to yeah. say like that's yeah. where my problem is my problem is is that it starts with the writing it starts with okay cool well we have this uh this cop he's a hit white white guy and we straight away we start with that and it you know what i mean and then mm -hmm. then the characters around that that's where we're at the moment is we're having diversity, but it's usually to surround the ensemble. So it's no. it's less about the fact that hey, that could have been 
a role that went to an Asian actor that it isn't, and yeah. more about the fact that why not starting from the top? We exactly. just think yeah. multiculturally, and Bond has always come up for me. Bond is one of the the biggest uh, kind of things because you know Idris Elba, for instance. People people mm -hmm. are saying, well, why can't Bond be black mm -hmm. um, sure. or, or or any uh, ethnicity? The character's British. Mm -hmm. um, you already have a layer there yeah he has to be british it's yeah, usually it's but does british he have fight. to be british captain well, again, america is I mean, played by a canadian hmm. well yeah i mean uh, at the end of the day i mean pierce brosnan's irish Iceman. that's not necessarily the uk that's ireland you know pierce brosnan and, yeah, and george lazenby was australian yeah he was the second bond huh. so i mean it's it's been done um but it, it's 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 a really interesting one because like even i myself like with very you know the little work i've done I've been in conversations on by certain uh, publications and stuff that have suggested me to be Bond, and other actors uh, like that. And to be honest, it, that doesn't interest me. It was never about taking a character and flipping it on its head and doing that. Sure, like, it, it's really like funny. that doesn't solve anything. It's gonna be really funny when we watch this back. <laughs> he's Bond. And he's been yeah. playing Bond for two decades. Yeah, I know. And I when I watch the podcast. Feel real embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Man, egg on your face. <laughs> But I, 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 and it's very personal to each actor. I, I, I know other actors who do want that kind of role. Like, mm -hmm. It's time we, we, we should have that. Sure. I don't believe that. I, I rather just start at the beginning. I'd start at the source. I don't want Bond. Write a new character. Mm -hmm. Right? Who's the next Jason Bourne story? Where something original, you know, that isn't necessarily written with those same archetypes. Like that's that's what I want. How mm -hmm. did you feel about a black actress? playing Hermione in the stage production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Because mm. then a lot of people were kind of up in arms about that, saying, Hermione's not black, she's not black. And then I really liked J.K. Rowling's response, which was, well, I never told you. I never what, specified, what race, yeah. It was yeah. very, it was ambiguous what race kind of anybody, I mean, we know we know Ron is, is a family of redheads. She only yeah. described her hair, right? No, yeah. the apparently she has bushy she hair. Only, she, there was one that the I counter her, argument to that was her pubic hair. She yeah. once said she blushed or she turned red, and you can only be Caucasian. Uh, to, to, uh, I remember sure. seeing something oh, like that. Sure. Yeah. I have Filipino yeah. friends who turn red when you they drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that always happens. But uh, I, I kind of, I mean, I genuinely liked that response from her, which was, well, yeah. well, I never told you. I never, I never implied. Or, or, I mean, some people are going to read into whatever, but yeah. I like that. Mm. There, there also seems to be the, the interesting thing with that is there also seems to be. A hierarchy with where you can bend the rules. Mm -hmm. I feel like stage and theater has always, where, where you know, we've always had to, where men and women have swapped genders for roles and had to fill out, like you'd have smaller casts having to tell a play, you can't necessarily have that many actors. You're, the, the, Shakespeare always opens up, you know, they ask you to suspend your disbelief. We're, 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 we're a humble, um, Production. Well, they're like they're to... like welcome to Rome, right? Yeah. And it's like it's like two boxes and a small potted exactly, plant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think when you that's why for for me stage isn't really applicable. I don't find people as necessarily like I played Henry V. Um, it was small, like it was a small uh, production. I don't. I didn't get you know shit smeared on my dressing room door or anything mm -hmm. like that. It, yeah. You know, people are like, oh, well, you know, whatever. They're not that yeah. that bothered by it. Mm -hmm. Had it been a film or TV, all of a sudden the re uh, the reality scale kicks. Like like all of a sudden it has to be super accurate. Well, it's mm -hmm. like the, the larger the larger the audience, the more people go. Wait a minute, you know, like yeah. And 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 honestly, that makes sense, I guess, from a human race standpoint. The reason they all thought Hermione shouldn't be black is because they'd seen Hermione in a film as white. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They had so, a so it's reference. now now so it's, it's, it's red. Reference. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's wrecked. And I mean, like, and it's kind of one of those things where, like, I 
you're bringing a good a good point, which is I just want to see the character. It doesn't sure. matter mm-hmm. what color or whatever they are, whatever that person wanted in their story as this character. I'm good. Like it doesn't matter. You know, white, black, female, male doesn't matter. There's yeah. a weird thing too because a lot of stories don't have great characters. Just a lot that's written that is just kind of like. Well, we just need someone to hold the gun yeah. and shoot the gun and fight the bad guys. It's not like there's a ton of char- character depth there. Mm. And so at that point, it's like we could literally use anyone we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Anyone or anything. And then, But then often, I guess, the choice is for it to be a white. But then you get lead. into the real nitty-gritty of it is that, and I, I don't know, it's I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but this is how it has felt and, and what I think of the industry. But it, it's, it's, it's money-motivated. Yes, simply it. it well, there's, not about the audience. There's a chart out there or on a computer that says this actor plus this genre mm-hmm. equals this dollar exactly. sign. And nowhere on there does it say race, creed, or anything else. It is just a machine. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because there's probably several. Listen, I love them, but there's probably several movies Tom Cruise didn't belong in that someone else would have done a way better yeah, job, sure. white or any other race for that matter. But Tom Cruise is in it because he's gonna. they did the math and they figured out how many seats he's, he's going to fill. Yeah, it's yeah. a box of straw. And so exactly. they did it, and it's like, like that's kind of a weird aspect. Like You can't deny the fact that it's a business. In terms of money motivations, I'll say it. I, I do think that probably there are studios that have research that say people want to pr- watch white actors. Yeah. And sure. yeah. and uh, it's funny there. That's that's a different money motive, money motivation than what I was thinking of because I I recently saw a headline that I just breezed through the article, so I'm just regurgitating this and probably poorly. But um, in terms of all uh, the uh, Doctor Strange situation with Tilda Swinton, uh, I believe her character is a Thai character in the comics, and because of the influx of Chinese money into the production, a lot of people were surmising that they didn't want a Thai character oh, because the Chinese audiences wouldn't like that because of whatever wow. yeah. relationship they have. To My argument to that would have been, well, couldn't they have made it a Chinese character then to appease that demographic or would that have, would that have opened another that can of worms? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, that was just a... A pure yeah. speculative thing that this argument um, or this article was saying, which I thought was interesting. Pure speculation as well. I also regurgitating, but I listened <laughs> to I listened to an NPR report that's actually said that in the past like five years, the most successful films have been diverse films. Hmm. Films with a diverse multicultural cast yeah. have actually been performing better at box offices than ones that are like entirely one race yeah. or trying to f- specifically target one race and do that. Yeah. So like, there I think it's Say weird. It's getting better. It could be yeah. it, it's it could be a business shift that's waiting on the cultural shift to catch up with the business mm-hmm. shift kind of thing. Um, so in theory, because I I, I I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell in so long, but in theory, if we if we were to make that with Japanese I mean there really isn't a role really for any Caucasian actors in that if we were to be completely no well that's the weird thing because like there are it's it's the future and it's Tokyo but it's it's anime so like there's and anime does this where it's like oh it's about a boys school in Japan and they love to play basketball and stuff like that and then there's one that has dark hair Mm -hmm. there's one that has blonde hair and blue eyes but he has the exact same face Uh as the dark hair dude if you look at Final Fantasy for instance which you know these are these are made by Japanese companies Mm -hmm. these characters don't look particularly ethnic to me. They're, I mean, they they're look all, like sex dolls. They're, yeah, they're kind of drawn any sort of way. That, now, the thing is, I guess when you get into it, what her, her the character's name is Motoko 
like what is it kusanagi, kusanagi. Mm. right and so like probably not a white dude's name probably, yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, it, um, it, that's not that may not be but true, you know? it goes into the whole thing where it's like it's the future Maybe this cultures have merged. Blade is, Runner is, had geishas in, then it also in becomes, like the background, but it, it also yeah. then ties in, and I think it becomes the it's the poster, it's the it's everything, it's the merchandise, it's what you see. Mm-hmm. It then looks like you know it doesn't matter if, if Scarlett Hansen is the only Caucasian person in that entire film. Yeah, um, I think her partner's white. I forget. Yeah, oh yeah, you're the right. guy with the, yeah, the, yeah, guy the guy with, with the, the dot the, eyes. With the things. Yeah. yeah, he is too. Um, but has there been a Ghost in the Shell live action? created in Japan. So this this no, is the first of so. its kind. This is the yeah. first. This is actually a quote from the director of the original, I believe the uh, Ghost 1995 Ghost in the Shell, Ghost film. In the yeah. Shell film. Yeah. The animated one. Uh, this is a quote from the, the director himself. It says uh, the major is a cyborg and her physical form is entirely assumed one. Uh, uh, sorry, an assumed one. The name Moroko Kasunagi, uh, I'm saying that probably right, wrong, mm-hmm. sorry. And her current body <coughs> are not her original name and body, so there is no basis for saying that an Asian actress must betray her. Even if her original body, presuming such a thing exists, were a Japanese one, that would still apply. Hmm. Um, he's saying, uh, I believe in having Scarlett play uh, the major was the best possible casting for this movie. I can only sense a political motive for the people opposing it, and I believe artistic expression must be free uh, from politics. Hmm. He's he's very much in the director should be free to do whatever director wants side of things. Sure. He has, I guess, some credence to it because he has directed the property and he did it his way. And I guess he imagined that if someone wants to come in afterwards, they should do it their way. The political thing seems a little like uh, maybe more of a push. He, he, I has think a, he has a final quote about the director actually saying, um, saying, if this is to be a remake of the anime, I don't think it's necessary to remain faithful to the way things were expressed in the anime. The director should exercise his directorial freedom as much as possible. If he doesn't do so, there would be no point in remaking it, yeah. which I agree with. And I think a lot of people are just going to say, well, then don't remake it. But I'm sure Paramount I, bought the rights and said, well, we got to do something with this. I thing. just like this is going to sound terrible, but I don't know what Asian actress they could put in that leading role and still get the film made. Everyone says the girl from uh, Pacific Rim. So that's a terrible answer they because don't her name. no one knows what her no name is. <laughs> they just show a picture of the girl from Pacific Rim. And you know what she's not going to do? She's not going to justify a $200 million but budget. This is why, for, again, it, th- th- these like... I understand exactly what the director's saying, sure. But I can't help but still go, yeah, but as even though if it is art- like, sure, do whatever you want with my property, it could be played by any role, we've still reverted back to the same thing. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves back in the same place where it's like, okay, we could, he said we could have anyone. So yeah. we could have had, like, okay, uh, think of the, the uh, uh, like a, a, a black actress right now. Viola Davis. Sure. Yeah. But like, like, <laughs> like, um, it still came right back down mm-hmm. to the same issue that we, we we find ourselves in, which is the the, the big name on the poster, the lead yeah, there, that's right it's there. It's a business. Bang. It's a business. It's the business and because it, Scarlett Johansson's going to sell. Right, she's going to sell. Yeah, and, and that's the you know like with Lucy and those other movies that she headlined. I mean, and obviously Black Widow in uh, Avengers, that's the same deal. Yeah. Like, she's going to make the money for I the studio. I still think that this movie might be too niche for middle America to think that Scarlett Johansson alone would drag them into theaters seeing this. I, I kind I of think, the consensus is yeah. they try to make a movie for everybody, and now it's being made for nobody. Yeah. So yeah. it's it most likely, we won't know, obviously, for a little while, but it's most likely going to do, like, okay. I, but Because they're advertising the shit out of it, but... Well, I thought the same about yeah. Lucy, and Lucy made a shit ton of money. That's true. So that's why I was so confused about Lucy, because I was like, this is a throwaway action film starring oh, I was like, no one's going to watch well, this, well, and everybody still watched got it. it. Um, Pacific Rim. Yeah. 
was successful, right? Uh, barely. Um, I, I think overseas. it did, did better overseas. Overseas. Okay. Yeah. It was huge. So if they're thinking about their overseas Maybe markets, overseas. which more and more well, studios yeah. are, clearly, if, the, if that's correct about Doctor Strange, they are. Um, you know, I, I don't think it would have been uh, wrong to say this actress from Pacific Rim made you know millions of dollars overseas. She could carry this film. Um, I think she would have been. Fin- I, I like. I think that actress is awesome. Um, well, the, the the thing is, is Scarlett Johansson is still three times the box. Well, Scarlett Scarlett Johansson too made the 2016 list as uh, the Hollywood's most bankable actor. Really? Yeah. Wow. She she's like for how much she costs versus how much she brought in. Oh. That's also skewed against movies like Civil War and mm-hmm. Captain America. I, or whatever, I, and but I like, think so. I think you give. The audiences are sometimes way smarter than the studios that make the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to empower audiences to make those movies in place of the studios sometimes, but sometimes they're way smarter. And I think the decisions are: she she's on this list, sounds like a good investment to us. Mm-hmm. And then and then someone holds up a picture of Black Widow, and they go, "Okay, she'll be good as spy. Yeah. She'll be good as Robo Spy." Right. Like, and that's that's what a studio executive does. And then they take a stamp that has their signature on, it, and they stamp the sheet and go, "Robo Spy approved." <laughs> like, that's it. That's as far as they can think. Well, yeah. uh, to that point, real quick, real. Yeah, sure. Uh, I believe Robo Spies would need form-fitting underwear. I would which agree. Brings us to our sponsor. I'd like to let everyone know this episode is brought to you by Mac Weldon, uh, who believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Uh, I've shopped there a few times. Uh, Jess has bought me a few things. Super easy. Probably the easiest, one of the easiest online stores to buy from. Uh, Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. I don't own all those things, but I can attest to the underwear and the pants for sure. And Bruce, you've had a few. Actually, I have the, a shirts, shirt. the shirts are great. Shirts are really great. Yeah. I actually have a polo that fits really well. Yeah. Uh, they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it and they will still refund you. No questions asked. Great clothes for everyday life. So please go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off on your first order, uh, off your order, using the promo code FILMHOUSE. That's F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S. <laughs> FILMHOUSE. Now I know. Uh, thank you, uh, Mac Weldon, for sponsoring this episode. Sorry, Raul, you were saying. No, I was I was just going to – I think it's always just going to go back to that original thing where we – we're getting ahead of ourselves. Like, Ghost in the Shell – when you said like, okay, who can we have instead of Scarlett? If we were going to cast an Asian actress, who who is there? And it was like, well, someone from Pacific. I'm sure there are actresses right now. I mean, people will write in the YouTube comments or whatever. They'll mm-hmm. say, no, you could have blah 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 blah. But the point is, we we can't just leap into those roles. We can't. We we're unable as ethnic minorities to just leap into, you know, hundreds of million dollar box office films mm-hmm. and expect like it's not going to happen it's going to like the whole push for bonds is simply because you have one name on, on the tip of your tongues idris elba mm-hmm. but no one else i mean okay chuatel no chuatel as you i don't hear much much people giving it for him because one person's broke through now we can have change it's not the case it needs to be f- far more we need to go a few steps back and that's my problem like ghost in the shell right now i don't have a counter argument for it I, I actually don't being seeing the business side of things what I do have an argument for is is it's 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 allowing us to build those foundations so that in the future, maybe in a few years' time, we have five names we can throw in the hat. Then we have a valid argument to say, well, hold on, why did you need Scarlett Hansen when X Y Z has been the leads of these movies and they've done well? And yeah, and they've made right just now it's just it's, there's a block, and the, and I think the, every now and again when one ethnic actor sneaks through and we throw them into that thing and it's a box office failure, it just sets us back even further. Mm-hmm. It needs to kind of Again, it starts at the source. It has to be original stuff. Like when you take a film like John Wick, 
that you know didn't that didn't necessarily have to be Keanu. I know Keanu's actually he's really mixed race. He's mixed race yeah, as well. Yeah, he's yeah. Hawaiian. But yeah. again, these sorts of roles where they weren't necessarily huge box office, there wasn't a lot of money going into those. Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily have to be. Maybe he's actually a bad example. I probably shouldn't have said Keanu because he is a person of color to a certain degree. But like you know, it's those other ones. He's also like, like a say bankable the, action. Star he's a bankable action star. But Matrix films, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like it's Mad Max, for instance. There you go. I mean, everyone there was there an, a, a male person of color in that entire film. Was that a point? Was that an issue? I don't know. But what there color was, was that I mean, midget? I don't know. I don't think there was. Sorry, Dwarf. <laughs> I mean, even Max doesn't necessarily didn't have to yeah, be he didn't have anyway. because it was about Charlize Theron anyway, and, yeah. and the rest of them. So like, it's those roles. I mean, you can they don't necessarily have to go there. I, I get the Ghost in the Shell one. I get it because it's also a property that my parents aren't going to go and rush out to see. It's right. a very niche thing, mm-hmm. right? Do you think in our lifetime we'll see a black Batman? I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. They'd have to make the suit white. <laughs> right <laughs> well I wanted to because I've always wanted to play Batman so I was like well I can't because I'd be the only brown face in Gotham the beard that's a billionaire <laughs> you see it through here yeah. right and then that's it it's a wrap um, <laughs> brown face. it's like it's him yeah, yeah. he's Batman <laughs> no, again I don't see the thing is is I, 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 I don't think we will and I don't know if we should because I'd rather again an original character. An original character. Yeah. yeah. We can do that. I mm-hmm. mean, okay, okay, I got a good one, finally. Star Lord. When was that written? When was Guardians of the Galaxy out? The uh, movie? Like the movie? No, the came comic out like, book. like the comic books oh, were know. like I think the eighties and early nineties, maybe. Sure. I don't know. I really don't But know. that's a relatively new property yeah, yeah. compared to the to the others. Sure. Yeah. Something not something now, not from the sixties. Sure. And it's so we've we've it's it's out, it's done, mm-hmm. movie gets made. Yeah. And um, and it's there's a fifteen year, maybe twenty year gap between that, but that was an original property where they someone nowadays could come up with a with a comic book that had an ethnic minority already instilled. There you go. You got mm-hmm. problems with us not sticking to source material. Let's do it now, mm-hmm. and see where we can go in five years. Then we don't even have this argument. Then it doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter what people say. Of, oh well, should he be black or should he be brown? Or da, 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 da. That's kind and of the uh, I, Nick Fury thing. Which yeah, is really interesting. People yeah, probably true. don't. There's a whole generation of people who don't know that Nick Fury used to be a white guy yes, yeah. played by David, David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff yeah. yeah, the original movie, which was like, oh, that's actually kind of close that's, to what he looked like. And that's what Brian Michael Bendis, I think he was the one who was working on Ultimate Ultimate Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh, made Nick Fury. Blind. And then he was like, well, he was Sam like, Jackson. Samuel Jackson would be a great Nick Fury. And yeah. so they just drew Samuel Jackson into their comic yeah. and then he eventually played the role. I think, yeah. Sa- I think Sam Jackson was, was like, basically said know. like, please make me Nick Fury. And I said, um, sure, you got it. But it did start earlier. It is interesting because Chris Pratt wasn't cast in Guardians of the Galaxy because he was bankable. He became bankable because Guardians of the Galaxy was was a success. Well, I don't think anybody was banking on Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I know, so but that the, that's, that I think, I'm just catch. saying that's a good example. That that would have been a good point where they were confident in the work, not necessarily needing to tentpole it with some sort of performer. There well, was, it was an ensemble around him as yeah. well, right? To, yeah, to an extent. Did Star Lord have to be white in the film? I don't think so. No, I don't uh, think so. I, I'm pretty sure, though, they I, in the studio system, they said, let's go with something safe. And safe to them meant Caucasian. But that's yeah. I think that's the problem, yeah. yeah. Why does that mean safe? Because yeah, and that's where we always come back to that. That's why even the, even the Ghost in the Shell, why I still don't think that there's a... I can see both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. We still go straight back to that because it, it is safe and it mm-hmm. appeals to that. And it, you know. it's, it's a weird thing with... So something like Ghost in the Shell has a fan base around it, and it has had many different iterations of either comic books or 
um, uh, cartoon series. And so that has a fan base, whereas like Guardians of the Galaxy was just a comic book. So I think it, you hear more about stuff when it has a fan base behind it. Mm. Uh, you won't hear a lot of murmurs and stuff. When, if, so, if someone had told me before the movie Guardians of the Galaxy came out and said, can you believe that Star-Lord is a Mexican guy? I'd be like, who? who? Star? Yeah, what? Yeah. I don't know what a Star-Lord is. Yeah. You mm-hmm. need to explain this to me. But a lot of people know what Ghost in the Shells, or at least they remember it in some way. So that's, I think that's, that's where the main difference is, is what has an established name already. Mm-hmm. That's where people are going to get like, upset or just not care. Like Suicide Squad when they had, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot. I was going to say hookshot. hookshot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get out of here. Yeah. I don't know. If <laughs> Thank you for including me in your diverse <laughs> cast I, of characters. When I think about um, people seeing gender swapping as like brave or revolutionary, I sort Marvel of feel that exact there. same way that it's safe. It's like, let's take women and give them in a, a role that has recognition because that's safe. Because at least people can bank upon the recognition then. Like Ghostbusters. It wasn't like, let's give women an original property, an original story that we think is like really deserving of these talented performers and we think they can carry a, a property. It's To me, it always sort of feels like, well, at least there's the recognition to go by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's funny you say that because I feel like all of Hollywood is recognition now. It's sure. they're, just, they're just making brands over yeah. and over yeah, and, and over. It's, it's member berries. Yeah, that too. everyone knows. That's weird because it's like goes that kind of pulls the other way. Ghost in the Shell is something that they're like, we're not pretty confident anyone's going to know or care what this is. But they'll care and know who Scarlett Johansson is. So she's mm-hmm. Well, they, I mean, they're not going to make a, a – they want to make a ghost, ghost in the Shell yeah. property. They're not going to make it a man. So they have to make it a woman. So why no, not find the most bankable woman? No, yeah, I agree. I'm saying, the king, I'm saying queen the Ghostbusters is weird. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not confident in the fact that an, a female ensemble action comedy will work. But they're like, but maybe Ghostbusters will. So then they tie the property. Sure, yeah. I don't know. We're in a strange Raul, place. Have you, to, to your recollection in your career, can you think of a time when like you've been in an ensemble where there's been another Indian actor? Like, wow. Like, or you're, you are the only... <sighs> I mean, I'd have... That's not to trap you. I'm just curious. No, I'm Native American. Oh, right. (laughs) Native American. Sorry. I got wrong in the wrongs. I, um... No, not really. Um, I've, I, the thing is, my, my career is still in its infancy, and um, oh, we, know it. we know. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't. Um, I can't speak for for other projects, and but um, it, so far it hasn't happened. And I've been in situations already in castings where um, the role, my role, is like where they like you, but uh, if they go ethnic with the other role then they'll go white with your role mm-hmm. so you won't have your role anymore because hmm. we got we have a quota right so i keep hitting i've heard about the quotas so it's like well that we we've designated out of the four we've designated one of those roles to an ethnic minority mm-hmm. depending where we you know what i mean so yeah. it's we can only have one out of four mix around yeah so it um our show was quite funny because we have me and malcolm are you know um it's what well, we, we we were originally season regular five of us two of us were, were were people of color and then the other t- and and then we had a girl and then two white males which was kind of actually a little bit more diverse than most shows mm-hmm. even in that um but uh you didn't really no one really knew about that because it's not on the poster or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not saying there's anything insidious about that but you know live rose is the face of the show sure, and there's yeah. the zombie but um she puts the butts in the well, seats. She puts the butts in the seats. And you keep them there. But um yeah, it's it's yeah, there's usually a quota. You can't have too many on, at one time. I it, it is a weird thing 
where the brain does that. And I mean, ideally in a perfect world, that will all go away. It's just, it would be funny. It, like right now, if like suicide squad or something or justice league. And it was like the entire cast was just black and, it, and no one said anything. They're like, go, those are all the right actors for that role. And no one once said, but what about race? And like, sure, yeah. that's the perfect world we're all wishing for. But there's something that goes off in everyone's head. Where we go, Oh, they're all just one color. And you're like, well, yeah, there, there are lots of movies like that, though. I mean, like, but I feel like those movies go out of their way to do that. They're not just casting the best person for the job; they're casting like they're trying to get a rainbow going or something like that. Or they're saying like, "This is going to be a Tyler Perry movie, so everyone has to be black because we're making this for a black audience." But that tends to be what those movies are. Well, I mean, that, that's I guess it's where we come back to the it's a business. So they're making Absolutely. they're making things for certain audiences. Mm. So it may not always be. Like, well, we, it has to be, you know, one white, it has to be one black, it has to be, et cetera. It may just be, well, we're making it for this audience, so let's cast these people because this is the audience, the audience will get these people the most. Mm-hmm. See, I've had an interesting argument, and that's, it's, it's, it, it, there's almost an unfair thing put on Western cinema that necessarily other countries aren't beholden to, and that's that they, they have a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, an expectation. Um, they might they have a, a responsibility is the word i'm looking for responsibility to represent a, diva- a diverse hmm. um community that bollywood oh yeah asian not, cinema not no one else at all. Yeah. no yeah, one true. is behind uh, have that. you seen a little movie called oh. the great wall starring matt damon and willem dafoe uh, I didn't see it. No, no one saw it. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know much kind of about the there. demographics of those nations mm. but i'd be curious to see how that compares well they aren't I mean, I'm. I even I'm can be speculative right now. I know for a fact that India isn't as diverse as as, as America is. Yeah. yeah. So is it a responsibility? It's like, well, we we are a nation of of immigrants. That's what America mm-hmm. is. It's built mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, um, it is a divide. Western society celebrates diverse cultures, so therefore there's a responsibility that their film should also celebrate Which diversity. Makes sense. Yeah. Because I've heard, like, I, I, even when I've, I've I've been on things where people go, Bollywood doesn't have to have any white people. Or, all right, yeah, but it's 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 all Indian anyway. Well, most, and no one came to the audition. And you have to speak Hindi as well. Well, most of the people you know watching I mean? those movies are yeah. Indian. Right. Except yeah. for, like, 13-year-old little Elise. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, exception to the rule. But what, what I found interesting was China. And that was the need, like, now that the Chinese market is open to Western cinema, that there is a pandering to their tastes. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that deeply offended me was that John Boyega was photoshopped out of this Chinese poster. Yeah, which blew my Entirely mind. Entirely removed from the one sheet. They mm-hmm. don't like and, them. And that's an interesting thing when you know that Hollywood is is trying to open up to that market and immediately the one black actor they have on that uh, film is photoshopped off the poster. Mm-hmm. You already know, what, like, that's them not being subtle about it. Absolutely. So yeah. what are they doing behind the scenes? Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean by yeah. that? Like, no, like right. that's that's what I'm curious about. Like, if we are pan, if we are trying to make content and sell it to that market, what's happening behind the scenes? Where with with other ethnic minority roles, knowing that that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The well. uh, the Death Note Netflix trailer came out today for their adaptation, and a lot of people are upset too because it's it's like and it's a it's not a an Asian cast at mm-hmm. all. Isn't but there already to, a, a thing Japanese is, death there's, note? There's movie? a live action Japanese death note oh. adaptation already. So I was kind of like, well, it's not it's not really the this is a whole different so thing. It's, it's not That's why I asked if Ghost in the Shell had been adapted already for right. live action. It's weird too cuz like I mean if you just want to break it down in terms of accuracy in Death Note the anime, 
the main character is a blonde, like almost auburn haired sure. guy. I don't know. Like it's like, I don't it's know what team. ethnicity he's supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's weird, but, but I hope it, it's good. I feel like the, the strictness as well uh, changes the parameters of how strict someone is to, and or faithful to someone's ethnicity is, mm-hmm. is, is funny because I remember uh, Aladdin, this was just coming up now um, about they, they want Middle Eastern actors for Aladdin. And so when I was, uh, when fans were like, oh, Raul, you should totally audition for Aladdin, which is ridiculous, but <laughs> they were like, but I'm, but, but then a lot of people I saw in the chat were like, you, he can't, he's Indian. He can't play Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're getting that fucking specific yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah, when, it's, yeah. when it comes to me, we have to be like, we have to completely, like you said with the, with the uh, Doctor Strange, well, yeah. she's Thai. But we can't make her Asian, yeah. So we'll keep her. So like when it's when unless you can get exactly what it is, mm-hmm. it can just be white. The template yeah. for the animated Aladdin was Tom Cruise. They yes. drew him to look like Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. So what? Who the, the most famous matter? Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last samurai himself. <laughs> He's Ken Watanabe. And funnily enough, samurai. Aladdin is actually a Chinese story. That was then oh. adapted by Disney to become an Arabic story. Wow. So it was originally a Chinese story. So, uh, I mean. So you should go full Chinese, like Mickey Rooney with it and just <laughs> yeah. jump to the audition and Mickey that's, Rooney. I offend always, somebody. I've considered myself a transformative actor, so I can play anything. You anymore. can play Chinese, yeah, Mexican, doesn't matter. Mexican, that's Irish. Cool. Irish, that's good. Um, Turkish is one of my big ones. Like the guy from uh, Short Circuit. Big, big in you. Turkey, they call me. The guy from okay. Short Circuit. Yeah, I didn't know that until I saw Master None. Oh, I heard that it. Is he said he's a white actor? Well, because you watched it and you're Cause like, because I was like, I wanted to be like he got his one of my I thought you were on Master of None. Oh, I w- yeah, no, I left. After, after <laughs> last, I left. Yeah, the last time I was Always here. Always yeah, gonna go down a high note. Uh, I'd like to thank all my guests for being on the show this week. <laughs> no problem, Bob. You, that's not my name. Never has been. Uh, Roll. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. You're such Cheers, a gentleman. Thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, you're, uh, what's the, what's the show you're on? What do, what do you do there? I should do it for real. Yeah, you should sure. do it for real. I, sure. like, you know, I want you to plug your stuff. Fine. Lion. I did Mindy <laughs> Project. <laughs> you're in Minions? <laughs> no, I said Mindy Project. I know, I heard you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I Zombie. Yeah. It's a zombie show. It's, 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 good. it's, it's good. It's not show. as good as Riverdale. Where? Is it Elise? Yeah, I'm a big Riverdale fan. What can I say? <laughs> we don't bring that shit in here. Uh, where can people check out iZombie? On the CWs. There it is. But uh, I, we probably would have started by the time this airs. Oh, no. You're gone. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello April from the future. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, wow. April 4th, yeah. So this is this layer right before the premiere? Doesn't oh, so you can watch I, it I April 4th. I didn't yeah. know if you wanted to talk about the Netflix thing. Is that a big Which deal? will also be available on Netflix. There it is. Season three, after the show's finished in the US, it will come up within a week or two, the whole season. And in the UK and Australia, it'll come out every week the next week. day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fun fact about Roll is he will uh, sign any copy of iZombie you give him. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes he'll give you some too, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. even if you already have them. Yep. It's sewn into his clothes. Yeah. The, same, uh, the same goes for us though. We also, we'll also sign, sign any iZombie merch so that's sent front to of us, us. We'll, we'll sign it, sign it yeah. so that's no, no problem. So please, uh, we'll sign all your iZombie merch. Uh, see yeah. you at RTX. All right, thanks for watching, guys. See you next all time. Right. Bye. Bye.